Hey guys, so tonight I just had a crazy night and I need to tell you stories to make myself feel a little bit better, relive some of the better times or other times of my life where I maybe didn't feel so good and was able to get out of it to let me know that I can get out of this too, I guess. I don't know. Um, I just, I need some space and I need some talking and I need just, I need something to take my mind off it. So here we go. I'm going to record this little crazy story for you about a really creepy guy because if that's not what 90% of my stories are already about. Alright, so before we get started, I have to tell you a little update on my uh, 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 my time at Litchfield, aka I'm watching Orange is the New Black. Okay, so I'm still on season 5, I'm still on the whole riot thing. Um, we just got done with like the book walk for Pusey and the big giant fight that all the girls had in that one room, and now, um, what's her name's on the phone because her son, I guess, is in trouble and she's trying to figure out what's going on with him. So basically... I love how everything was so peaceful, but then it just reminded me there's always, like, a calm before the storm, you know? Like, it got really calm and really nice, and everything was great, everybody was getting along great, and then shit just hit the fan, like, for real. Like, uh, like you know, like, so much shit is happening now, but I kind of feel like, you know how I was saying I feel like this riot's gonna be all of season five? I really do, because we are more than halfway over with season five, and we're still in the middle of all this whole riot thing. And also, I kind of feel bad for Lorna because I feel like she thinks she's pregnant, but I feel like it's like one of those hysterical pregnancies. And then when she tries to tell her husband that she's pregnant because she got married, remember she got married last season? Okay, so when she tries to tell him that she's pregnant, he like freaks out and takes off. So, um, who knows? Also, Nichols has moved on from Lorna, surprisingly. Um, let's see. During the ride, a bunch of chicks go to live outside, and that is going to lead us into our next segment, which is our question. So my question is, for those of you who have watched Orange is the New Black, if you haven't, I guess you wouldn't really be able to answer this question. If you were stuck in the riot, where would you, where would you be? Would you be one of the chicks inside, like, trying to get shit done, or just, like, enjoying the time of no guards, just, like, inside, doing whatever? Or would you be outside, just, like trying to stay out of it, like, just trying to not get in trouble, trying to keep your head down, get get your time done, whatever, just being there, what would you do? I feel like I would be, like, that badass chick inside, like, getting shit done, doing things, but I know if I was inside, one of two things would happen. I probably would, like, be one of those girls who is, like, the guards get the poo, 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 or whatever, or... I would get emotionally overwhelmed very much and then run outside for some fresh air and then just stay outside because I would think it was better and I wouldn't have to deal with all the shit going on inside. So, um, you know, I don't know. Let me know what you would do. Alright, y'all guys. Y'all guys. Who's y'all guys? It's just be alright, y'all are alright, you guys. Pfft, me and my English. I need to go back to school. Anyways, um, um, yeah, so basically this is gonna be the start of the story and I'm gonna start it off. Basically, I met this dude who I'm gonna call Anus, or Anus Amos, 
Yes, Amos is his real name. I'm not going to give you his last name. I don't think he listens to this, and honestly, even if he does, I don't really care. Um, so basically, Anus Amos was the nickname Glorin and I gave him because we thought it was funny. Anyways, um, yeah, it starts off with me and him meeting on my yearbook. We actually met not long after I joined my yearbook, which also 90% of my creepy dude stories start with a guy I met on my yearbook. So anyways, um, yeah, we met on my yearbook almost immediately after I signed up. We started messaging a lot on there, and then it went to, like, texting because, like I said, I would put, I should have been more careful because I knew there were some people that I didn't want them to text me, it, but I would still put my number up and be like, I'm bored, someone text me, and then I would text people. And he started texting me, and at first when he started texting me, I really didn't know who it was, and then when I figured out who it was, I was just kind of like, eh, you know, and I would text him and talk to him, because at the time, like I said, a lot of people on there, I, you know, they didn't have, I didn't have a lot of friends at the time, so people on there who were texting me kind of filled my time, gave me people to talk to, even if I never, if they were people I wouldn't meet up with or didn't want to meet up with, like, Texting them and talking to them, like I said, gave me people to talk to. It was something to do during the day, even if it was just responding back to texts, you know? And the main reason I didn't really ever want to meet with him is right off the bat when we were texting and talking on there, he was constantly flirting with me. I was not attracted to him at all. He was not my type at all. And he had a girlfriend that he would talk about all the time and talk about, he would talk badly about all the time to me. And I'm like, damn, like if you're so unhappy with her, like just break up with her. Like why bother texting a stranger that you don't know that she doesn't know? that doesn't know her and talking shit about her that's hella stupid, like, anyways, um, when I met him, he was in his mid-twenties, and I was, like I said, 18 years old, because that's when I first started going on the website, was when I was 18 years old, and, like I said, it was always just texting, and occasionally we would talk on the phone, it was never, and I never would text back. I would try to sh or never flirt back. Excuse me. He would constantly flirt with me and I would never flirt back. I would constantly be trying to shut him down because he would talk about if we meet up, we could go here and there and it would be like a date. And I'd be like, um, you have a girlfriend, first of all. Second of all, I'm not interested in you like that. I just want to be friends. And he never seemed to get the point. Um, eventually, though, this would all come to a head when one night he decided that we did need to meet up. So the night him and I decided to meet up, basically I had started talking to and hanging out with this other guy on there who again, just like George, immediately assumed I was his girlfriend because I started letting him text me and talk to me and everything and this guy was making me extremely uncomfortable, trying to pressure me into like making out in his car, possibly doing other things in his car and... We were at a park and Glorin was at home with her brothers. This park was around the corner and she'd ran home to get something. So me and him were there alone and I really didn't, wasn't feeling it, wasn't into it. So I started having, you know, ideas, trying to get ideas of how I can get out of this. Like if I have other people meet up with us, maybe he'll like leave, like maybe, or maybe he'll just stop. I don't know. But this guy, I don't remember his name. So for, for this, we're just going to call this guy Ryan. So Ryan and I are in the truck and I put on, you know, first I put on a comedy record. I put on, um, 
Lonely Island because I knew every time I would, he would start getting too heavy, I could just start cracking up to Lonely Island, even if it was fake cracking up. They are funny, but even if it was like nervous fake cracking up to like get him to stop or to like back up a little bit, you know, and then they start texting Lauren about like, I need out, like you need to come back. I'm, I need out of this. Please help me. Like, and I'd also been texting Amos and basically Anus Amos basically told me like, Hey, you need me to come down there and like have your back or whatever. And I was just like, you know what? Yes. Come down here, come down to Glorin's house, maybe bring a friend for Glorin, but I need you to have my freaking back. Like, please, please just have my back. I, I just need out of this. And if there was another dude there, maybe they would be too busy with each other to like bother me. Even though we all know 90% of the time, 100% of the time, actually, that probably never works, ever. <sighs> Anyways, so he brings his friend, we'll call Jacob. So Anus, Amos, and Jacob make it to Lauren's house. Lauren and them come over to the park, and we all meet up at the park, and we're all standing around talking, and I'm just like thanking God that, you know, now there's five of us. And I will admit, I kind of gravitated more towards Anus Amos in the situation just to hopefully give off the vibe to this other dude, Ryan, that like, hey, back off. I'm not that interested in you. Please just leave me alone. Like, which did not help the Anus Amos situation of me, like, not really wanting him around. And then, like, we all hopped into people's trucks and took off back to Lauren's house I had to ride with Ryan because he was my quote-unquote boyfriend and quote-unquote date that night. Um, but I got in the truck and then as soon as we got to Lauren's house, I ran inside the house and just clung to her brothers because I just, I just, fuck, dude. Like, I did not want to be with either one of those dudes, so I basically tried to not engage with either of them much. Mainly stuck, like I said, to Lauren's brothers and Lauren. And Lauren was all over Jacob. Oh my god, like, I oh my god like anyways so we're sitting there and of course I bring up you know hey what is you know Delilah doing we'll call her Delilah it's similar to her name but not her name so I said what is Delilah doing tonight to Anus Amos and he basically told me I had to lie to her and tell her me and Jacob were gonna go bowling so she would let me leave she thinks I left to go see a girl so I had to lie and I'm like but you did leave to come see a girl you left to come see me who is a girl like, you did lie to her. And he's like, well, she's really jealous. And if she knew I was coming over here, she'd come over here and, like, try to start a fight with you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I really don't care, honestly. Like, and now at this point, I'm trying... Now, this didn't help the, the point at all because Ryan didn't leave. And now I want him and Jacob to leave. But Lauren wants them to stay because Jacob and she's all over Jacob. So, <sighs> this just made the situation so much, so much worse. So like I was saying, I basically clung to Lauren's brothers just knowing that, you know, if anything happened, they were basically my best friends too. And like I said, Handy and I kind of had a thing going. So I knew if it came, worse came to worse, RJ and Handy would help me like get out of the situation. I knew them well enough to know that. And towards the end of the night, they definitely did. They, you know, kind of lost interest in hanging out with Lauren and these other guys like after they went and bought it couple six packs of beers for everyone to split they kind of like everybody was hanging out or whatever and I basically told RJ and Handy like I'm done like let's go to the to your guys's room and like sit in there like I'm done so we go in their room and we basically 
go to bed in their room like they had a giant California king size bed at the time so it was weird because we all slept like three across in a bed while everyone else Lauren and these other three dudes because Ryan didn't leave um and Anus Amos of course and his friend Jacob all were hanging out in the living room and finally after a while like everybody leaves and then Lauren comes and gets me I wasn't really asleep. I was almost asleep when she came and got me. It was like, she was like, okay, everyone's gone. Like, you can come out, blah, blah, blah. Unbeknownst to me, she had gotten Jacob's number, and they continued to text and talk and flirt and do all this stuff, and were basically starting a little relationship on their own end over there, and were starting to plan days where we, I would have to go and be basically Anus Amos's buddy or, or whatever, for lack of a better term, because I, I was not his date. I did not want to be his date. I had zero interest in him. In fact, I was very creeped out and disgusted by him. Um, yet she wanted me to come along on like, quote unquote, double dates or like hangouts with these two guys. And I was just like, mm. and because she was my friend, I felt like I kind of had to do it. Um, we planned the first one, and the other one was basically what happened is they, again, came to Lauren's house, and we basically hung outside in the truck like we did with Justin Bobby, um, just in the back of the, their truck, relaxing, talking, whatever, the whole time me trying to basically hide behind RJ and Handy because they came out and hung out with us because... Again, they could tell I was super uncomfortable and were trying to have my back. And also, I kind of begged them. Now, she tried to plan a second group hangout for us. Or a third, I guess I should say. A third group hangout for us where we, like, went to, like, went out to eat and made it, like, a legit date. Where we went to eat or went to the mall or went and did something together. And I just... I just couldn't do it. And I told her, I'm sorry, like, I can't do it. Like, you need to have a single date by yourself with Jacob because, like, I, I'm not going. Like, I will not do it. And she was just like, oh, okay. So they wound up having a single date one day where she was at the mall just, like, walking around. And he met her there and walked around and had fun. And, and I was, like, I was happy for her, but also, like, very like weary because like if your friend is weird you might be weird too so Lauren just be careful you know like all that stuff and she also was hanging out kind of with Shelly at the time too so I guess she planned a group hangout with Shelly and oh my god the story of that or at least what I got told of that oh god dude it was weird so essentially what wound up happening on the group hangout with Shelly and Glaren and Anus Amos and Jacob is they went to the mall yet again because back in the day we all loved going to the mall to just like walk around even if we weren't buying anything it was nice to just go down have all your food choices right there in one spot have all you know have time with your friends to walk around and talk maybe try on clothes maybe like it was just fun like you know, and guaranteed, even though you came there with some of your friends, you would bump into other of your friends, because that's just, like, one of the main things there is to do out there, and they had went, and they, I guess at one point, Shelly had started her time of the month while they were out, and she had no money, and so she was trying to get Lauren, asking Lauren, like, hey, bro, like, I really need, like, a dollar or two just for, to go in the bathroom and buy a tampon, 
and she kept, there's this big wishing fountain in there, and she kept, they were sitting by it, kind of, and she asked each of the guys, neither of them had money, and I was told out of nowhere, Anus Amos, being the ever-chivalrous date that he was, or ever-chivalrous man that he was, walked up to the little wishing well fountain, stuck his hand in, pulled out a handful of coins, gave them to her, and says, count it out, if there's not enough there, I'll, I'll grab more. There wasn't enough, so he stuck his hand in a second time, grabbed hella more coins, until they finally just had enough to go trade them in for a dollar at some store, and she could go buy tampons or whatever from the little machine in the girls' bathroom. Like, I mean, I'm luckily for her, someone had enough guts to do that, but, like, at the same time, that's so fucking weird. Like, why would you just go fishing in a wishing well for money, like, if you don't have a dollar or something, like... Why, why not go roll up toilet paper and then get on the bus and go home? That's what I would have done. Or better yet, why not just carry an extra pad or tampon in your purse if you know it's around that time of the month? That's usually what I do. If I know I'm going to start soon, I just stick a bunch of them in my purse just in case because you never know. So not long after this, um, Lauren and I kind of had a falling out a little bit. Which basically got me off the hook of ever having to talk to Anus Amos and Jacob ever again. I literally quit responding to texts and messages from him on my yearbook. And I should have left it that way. But again, once Lauren kind of was like on her own and I was on my own, all I had left was Creepy Victor. And for a while, not even that. So it's like I... I did start responding to texts and stuff from him again. And again, for a whole couple of months, we just would text and message. And again, he was back to his old creepiness of flirting, trying to get me to talk to him, trying to get me to go out with him, even though he still had that same girlfriend. And eventually him and said girlfriend break up and I'm working at my job at the amusement park. And there was one day where I had a day off and I was so bored. I had nothing to do. I'd been at home day after day after day, besides going to work, just at home, doing nothing, and I'd been bored, and I was just like, you know what, I need to hang out with someone besides Creepy Victor, fine, anus amus, you win, let's hang out, so he picks me up, and we just go drive around, like, that's what we did, we just went and drove around, we went to the Circle K by Lauren's house, we went a cup to a park, um, and then just drove around listening to, like, music and stuff, and... Nothing happens. Literally, that's all we did was drive around. We drank coffee and had a snack, and that was literally it. We drove around for a couple hours, and then I went home and had dinner. Literally nothing happened. Now, here's the weird part. A couple months after this, because I'd stopped responding to him after this, because the whole time I was super uncomfortable. Again, he the whole time was flirting and trying to get me to, like, say that I was interested in him even when I wasn't and constantly begging me to basically tell him, like, yes, I like you back, when in fact I did not see him that way at all. And so after he drops me off, I was just like, oh, that's it, I'm done, like, I'm done, I can't do this. And so I stopped responding to him at all. Now, here's where it intertwines with the Creepy George story. So, basically, Creepy George lived in a little town called Turlock. Anus Amos lived in a little town called Keys, which is literally right next to Turlock. And they'd all go hang out in the same places. Because they're literally 
their towns are so close together that all the places to hang out are basically the same places. So, um, at one point, George got on my case because he thought that I had dated this guy. Anis Amos had told him that we had dated or that we had hung out one day in his truck and cuddled and did all this stuff that we never did. And no matter how much I tried to deny to George that nothing happened, I swear to God, nothing happened. George was like, well, he keeps telling everybody that. And if he keeps going around telling everybody that, I don't know who I'm going to believe. And I'm like, you know, no, just no. Although I didn't like George much anyways, and we wound up not even being together for a week. We weren't even together for real, but you know what I mean. It was just a lot. And finally, after the whole George thing ended, I didn't hear from either of them for years, years and years. Thank freaking Jesus. I thought it was over. I thought So about two or three years after this ended, clearly I'm with Aaron now. Everything's going great. I randomly get a message on Facebook from Anus Amos. And he starts telling me all about George and how, um, did you really date him? What was with that? Like, he was so weird. He was talking like he knew you, like he dated and we dated. And I'm like, we never dated. I literally hung out with you two fucking times or three fucking times. Like, and literally all of those times, nothing ever happened. You need to stop telling people that it did. And he's like, no, but we cuddled in my truck. And I said, no, we did not. Stop fucking lying about me. Tell the truth. Because that's not what happened. We both know it's not what happened. And then he basically was trying to tell me, well, okay, then you need to know what George, the truth about George then. And I said, I'm not even with George. I wasn't even with George. So, but whatever, the truth, what is it? And he's like, well, what did he tell you? And I said, well, he told me that he doesn't drink. He told me that he's a Christian and he loves pizza and Disneyland and goes and works at Rayleigh's and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, first off. He's dating that that chick that he supposedly is his female best friend. They're basically together. Um, they always have been. Secondly, every time I see him at Sharky's, he's always drinking and playing pool and cussing. He is not, a, like, he may go to church and call himself a Christian, but he's not a very good one, basically. And I was just like, oh, okay. I kind of figured he was lying a lot anyways and all this other stuff, but sure, fine, whatever. Not that it matters now, because we weren't we aren't together. We, me and you were never together. So whatever. And then after that, I basically just told him, can you just not contact me again? Because you're, you make me very uncomfortable and you're a liar and you're lying about things that happened between us that never happened. Like stop. And he did. And then I've just never heard from him again. A couple times I've had friend requests pop up from him on different social medias, but I always deny them now. I'm just not, I'm not in the mood to deal with that anymore. I'm just really not. I'm over it. I'm smarter now. I'm stronger now. And I know better. So... (sighs) Today's truth bomb, knowledge bomb, wisdom that I'm going to drop on you is... Once you get rid of someone like that, if they make you uncomfortable or whatever, it's okay to cut contact. And it doesn't matter if this is a person who you were just friends with, if this was a person who you dated, if this was a family member, it does not fucking matter. Once you get them out of your life and you have them out of your life, 
do not go back. Do not go back. Do you hear me? Don't go back. It's hard sometimes. I know, especially when you are in the position I was in where you're bored, you have no friends, you have cabin fever, you just want out, whatever, or you're lonely and you're just needing someone, anyone, you don't care who it is. Do not go back. You will regret it. It will be a mistake. And they're just going to go back to exactly what what they were doing before, how they were treating you before. And it's just not going to be fun and it's not going to be cute. And once you get away from them, find better people. And then once you find your better people, it'll make things a little bit easier to like stay away. Alright, my lovelies, it's that time of the day where I say goodbye. I love you. You're beautiful. And if we ever cross paths in person, I'm going to buy you tacos and touch your butts. <laughs>